Welcome to the podcast of Central Church. This episode was recorded during the COVID-19 pandemic, when churches were closed and we couldn't meet together as usual. What follows is not a sermon, but a thought, reflection or guided meditation designed to help you connect with God in the spaciousness of your home. We pray it encourages and blesses you. Hi everyone. It's been quite a while since we've put out a podcast episode. I think I just got really happy with the fact that we were having house churches and then thought, well, we don't need to do as much podcast stuff. And then, of course, because of the surge in COVID cases around New South Wales, we've put our house churches on pause. So I thought, why not do another podcast episode just to give you something to listen to and something to consider and something to maybe just encourage you in your own spiritual life. So I wanted to share with you another prayer, another ancient prayer um, that is really meaningful to me and has actually been one that I have returned to again and again in this um, season that we're in in 2020 uh, with a lot of uncertainty and anxiety. And it's the prayer of St. Brendan. So just to give you a tiny bit of background, St. Brendan was a Celtic saint and a monastic founder and a monk. And there are many um, legends written about St. Brendan. He uh, was known for being a um, intrepid voyager of the seas. Uh, but it's really quite hard when you uh, look into his life to sort of distinguish between what might be um, history, actual fact, and what might actually just be myth and legend. So I don't really know uh, the ins and outs of his life or what exactly is true, but I think it would be just fair to say that St. Brendan um, was known for um, doing many sea voyages in his missionary endeavours and that um, you'll see, as you, well, as you listen to this poem, you'll get to hear just a little bit of the sense of the ocean and journeying and traveling in it. And so it kind of makes a little bit of sense. Um, St. Brendan is the patron saint of boatmen and mariners and sailors and travelers and whales. Um, So if you are one of those, then St. Brendan can be your patron saint, if that's uh, what you're into. But anyway... Here is the prayer of St. Brendan. Let me share it with you. And like I did before when I shared the prayer of St. Aidan, what I'll do is I'll read out the prayer. I'll talk a little bit about what jumps out for me and how it impacts um, my life. And then I'll just read it again at the end. And I guess the hope in you listening to this is just that you'll be able to pray along with me as I read and that something in this ancient prayer would resonate with you and you would somehow find yourself caught up in the words that that St. Brendan wrote hundreds and hundreds of years ago. So here it is, the prayer of St. Brendan. Help me to journey beyond the familiar and into the unknown. Give me the faith to leave old ways and break fresh ground with you. 
Christ of the mysteries, I trust you to be stronger than each storm within me. I will trust in the darkness and know that my times, even now, are in your hand. Tune my spirit to the music of heaven and somehow make my obedience count for you. Amen. And so when you read this prayer or you listen to this prayer, you can get a sense that maybe this was the prayer that that Brendan prayed at the beginning of every uh, sea journey that he went on. And St. Brendan was born in the late 5th century. So you can imagine that going on a sea voyage in a boat built in the late 5th century wasn't perhaps the safest of endeavours. And so there was a sense of the adventure, of the uncertainty, of trust, of storms, of potential for things to go wrong. It's all kind of present in this in this prayer. And I think one of the reasons that I have turned to this prayer so often this year is that it really, we are living in a time where there is so much uncertainty, so much unknown, so much mystery. And I think You know, to be fair, I think many of us have always known that life can be unpredictable, that life can be uncertain, that we don't ever really know what is around the corner and that we're called as people of faith to trust in the goodness of God that will always be chasing us. But while maybe before 2020, that sense of uncertainty and the unknown was somewhere out there, I think because of COVID and the way that this pandemic has just spread around the world, that sense of uncertainty has actually entered into our daily life. And so rather it being something kind of over there and, and out there, it's become something that's in here. Like day by day, we're faced with uncertainty. Day by day, we're faced with insecurity and mystery and the unknown. And we don't know if we're going to encounter someone who's infected, we don't know where the cases are. We don't know, is life going back to normal or is it locking down? It's just day by day, there's a sense of uncertainty that many of us are living with. And it can it can be unnerving, I guess. And I think it's just fair to acknowledge that. I had this experience recently with the kids where um, just before they went back to school this term, we... Um, we went and had lunch by the, it was a beautiful day and we, we went to Chico's, which is um, very non-vegetarian. We're vegetarian, but Luke was at work and so the kids and I did a naughty non-vegetarian thing and went to Chico's. And we're standing outside Chico's in town. And of course, you can't go inside Chico's anymore. Everything's changed because of COVID. And so you have to order on the outside. You have to stand on these X's that are down on the pavement and wait for your thing. It's very contactless. And and Alexia, as we were standing there on, on the street, Alexia says to me, she's like, Mum, when, when coronavirus is gone, is this all going to go back to normal? And I'm standing there with Lexi, she's nine, and I'm thinking, I don't know if coronavirus is going to go away. Like this is something that is here and possibly here to stay in some form for us as people. And I didn't know, I, I didn't know what to say to her. I mean, I, so I just said, I, I just was honest and I said, oh, Lexi, I don't know if Chico's is going to go back to normal I said, I think maybe 
there is going to be a new kind of normal. And she just looked at me and she said, but mum, I'm only a kid. And she was just, I don't know, indignant that the world had changed and it wasn't going to go back to normal. And I recognised in her in that moment and in me in that moment, this sense of we're living with uncertainty, we're living with a new normal, we're living with a sense that maybe things aren't going to go back to what they once were, but there's going to be some kind of fresh ground that we need to break in our lives. And that's not easy um, for us as people. And so this prayer for me really captures, I guess, a sense of how I'm often feeling day to day, um, how we as a family are sometimes feeling and how I guess the uncertainty of what's happening in the world around us. And so, you know, there's just just some beautiful lines in this this prayer that invite us to bring all of that uncertainty and the unknown into the presence of God by acknowledging it in prayer. And so I think about the words of this prayer, help me to journey beyond the familiar and into the unknown. Like there is so much of our lives that has been familiar and is now unknown. New ways to shop, new ways to wear face masks, new ways to gather, new protocols to follow when we go play sport or we go to a cafe. There's just so much that is unfamiliar compared to what was. And this prayer is a prayer of help, asking God to help us to journey beyond the familiar and into the unknown. It says, give me the faith to leave old ways and break fresh ground with you. God, give me, give me the faith and the trust to leave old ways and break fresh ground with you. Christ of the mysteries, I trust you to be stronger than each storm within me. Oh, I love that line. Christ of the mysteries, I trust you. Do I trust you? Christ of the mysteries, do I trust you to be stronger than each storm within me? I don't know on any given day if I can answer yes to that line. But when I pray the words of this prayer, the invitation is for me to, to trust that Christ is the Christ of the mysteries. Christ is the Christ of the unknown. Christ is the Christ of the uncertain. And we can trust him. Trust him in the midst of what we don't know, that he is stronger than any storm that rages around us or within us. And I, I love how, you know, for St. Brendan, the reality of storms out in the open sea would have been, you know, would have been really tangible. Like if you go on a sea journey, you're at the mercy of the of the weather. But in this in this poem, he doesn't write about the storms, the ex eternal storms that he's going to encounter when he goes on his on his trips he talks about the storms within and I think it's a really good thing for us to think about what are the storms that are raging within us like is anxiety a storm in your life right now is is fear and and change and all of those things that are going on are they like little storms that are brewing inside of you well this prayer is a statement of faith that Christ is stronger than the storms that rage within you 
And I think too, like not only of the the raging storms that we can see, um, you know, out in the ocean or, or over the land, but I, I also, I think part of me sometimes resonates with the notion of being in the doldrums. Like, you know, the doldrums is a, is a, like a, I don't know, a sea term for when you're like there, you're, you're just stuck, you're adrift, there is no breeze, there is nothing and you are still. And I wonder for some of us whether the notion of recognizing that that inertia inside of us, that dullness inside of us, that sometimes that sense that nothing is happening and I am stagnant and I am stuck and you know, the doldrums, that Christ is stronger as well than the doldrums. He's not just stronger than the storms that rage, but he's also stronger than the absolute absence of any kind of breath or wind or movement in our lives. Christ is bigger than the doldrums. And if you find yourself feeling a bit of emptiness, a bit of nothingness, a bit of doldrum-like existence in this time right now, then this prayer invites you to trust that Christ is stronger even than that. The prayer goes on to say, I will trust in the darkness and know that my times even now are in your hand. And those lines are really an invitation for us in our spiritual lives to take a posture of surrender, to trust in the Lord, to trust that our times are in his hands. I will trust in the darkness and know. It's an invitation, you know, to trust in the, in the times where you can't see what's ahead of you. You know, it's easy sometimes to trust in the light in the daytime when you can see what's coming. You don't need to rely so much on God but when you're in the darkness when everything around you is shifting and you're uncertain of what the future looks like and you don't know what's coming around the corner and things might open up more or things might shut down more there might be local cases here or we might be okay all of that uncertainty all of that unknown all of that sense of living in the dark we can trust God in the darkness and rather than maybe raging or we can simply choose to take a posture of surrender. That's what these, these words invite me into. And the last lines of the prayer, tune my spirit to the music of heaven and somehow make my obedience count for you. Beautiful, beautiful metaphor. Tune my spirit to the music of heaven. These lines really um, are quite relevant for me at the moment because one of the things that um, we've we've got since we've been in lockdown is we bought a piano. Um, I used to play the piano as a kid and I um, did lessons right up until the end of my HSC and then when I left home and I no longer had a piano I kind of just stopped playing and so you know I've been out of home now for like 24 years so I probably played piano for 12 years of my life now I haven't played for 24 years and I just had this desire in me again to to find a sense of creativity and music by just playing again so Luke and I just been searching on Gumtree we found a piano um, one day I'll have to tell you the story of transporting this piano. It was an utter nightmare. It was, oh, it was the most stressful thing I've ever done. But anyway, we've got this piano. Um, but it's a little bit out of tune. And so I, ne- I need to get a piano tuner in to tune it. But so I sit down and I play and there, 
you know, mostly it sounds okay, but then, you know, there are some notes that are just like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's out of tune. And so, you know, you're not quite, you're playing something, but it's not, it's not quite sounding awesome. And so I, I've been thinking about that as I, I've been sinking into this prayer, you know, tune my spirit to the music of heaven. That, you know, in all of us, there are parts of us that are in tune and then there are parts of us that are out of tune. And to have the sense in this prayer of inviting the Holy Spirit to come and be the tuner in our lives and test every note and find the parts of us that are a little bit out of sync with the rest of God's ways and the, the parts of us that are discordant, the parts of us that are out of tune and just give us a little tweak so that we can be in full harmony with the song that God is singing in our lives and on this earth. And this is the thing about tuning, right? When you're tuning an instrument, I mean, look, I'm not a professional, but when you're tuning an instrument, it's not usually that each note needs a major overhaul. It's just that each little note needs a tiny little tweak. It needs to either become a little bit more sharp or a little bit more flat. So it's right on pitch. And so there's this sense, I think, for me in this prayer that in my life, it's not always that God needs to come and do a major overhaul, which includes ripping open the piano and replacing every part. No, there's so many good things in each one of us, but sometimes we just need a little tweak. And so I wonder, you know, in your life today, if the Holy Spirit was going to come and tune your spirit to the music of heaven, what little tweaks would he need to make so that our lives are a song played in perfect harmony so that with the people around us and with God's ways in this world, we are just part of the glorious orchestra that God is conducting over this land and we sing or we play or we live our part in tune with the spirit of heaven. And so I love this prayer. I love this prayer because for me right now, it just, it just so taps into so much that I'm feeling, so much that's going on around me. And it invites me to trust. It invites me to surrender. It invites me to acknowledge the uncertainty that's going on around me but to choose to know that my times are in God's hands and he's got me and that I should lean into the notion that God has got me. And it invites me to see my life as music, beautiful music that sometimes just needs a little tune. And so I think it's really relevant for us in this time and in this season. And I hope that maybe as I've talked today and as you've listened and as I read again the words of this prayer, that you might be able to find yourself praying along and that this ancient prayer from the late 5th century would resonate with your spirit and that as you pray, you will have a sense that you are joining in with all the saints that have prayed this prayer, with all of God's faithful people who've chosen to trust in the midst of the darkness over the hundreds of years, and that you will see your life as part of the great parade of God's life in this world. 
And so I give you again the prayer of St. Brendan. Help me to journey beyond the familiar and into the unknown. Give me the faith to leave old ways and break fresh ground with you. Christ of the mysteries, I trust you to be stronger than each storm within me. I will trust in the darkness and know that my times, even now, are in your hand. Tune my spirit to the music of heaven and somehow make my obedience count for you. Amen. Thanks for listening. In this time of disruption and isolation, may you know the presence of God that never leaves you. And may you be filled in this moment with the grace, peace and joy that is yours in Christ Jesus.